It's an amazing feeling that we're in Washington, D.C. From Milwaukee to Washington, D.C. They walked for 24 days, nearly 800 miles. The same clothes still on their backs. It's been an interesting walk. I mean, we've been called every name you can possibly think. Tori Lowe set out from Wisconsin before a police officer shot Jacob Blake, telling me America is in a worse place than it was 57 years ago. We have to get to a point in America where we address the sickness of America, which is racism. Jacob Blake! Jacob Blake! Jacob Blake! Blake's father here too, speaking as his son still lies paralyzed in the hospital. Every black person in the United States is gonna stand up. We're tired. I'm tired. This year's march fueled by this moment of national reckoning on race, sparked by the killing of George Floyd. I wish George were here to see this right now. His brother breaking down, his sister taking the mic. We have to be the change, and we have to be his legacy. For Allison Williams, that call is a personal one. I'm watching the tears swell in your eyes. This is very personal. Yes. I have a son. I had to give him that talk. I had to sit him down to tell him what to do in case he gets stopped. He's been stopped multiple times, and every day I pray that God would put a hedge of protection around him. But it's time, you guys. We've got to vote. We've got to change this country now. We can do it now. But everybody has to take a part now. Perhaps the most stirring words from the granddaughter of Martin Luther King Jr. We are going to be the generation that dismantles systemic racism once and for all, now and forever. We are going to be the generation that calls a halt to police brutality and gun violence. Yolanda Renee King with a rallying cry to the youth of the nation to take up the fight. I need to ask you this because some of the latest news is that President Trump, as we know, has had a conference call with governors and some of that audio has come out and we're using it. And in it, he says to governors, he says, you're weak. He says, many of you should be, you know, not showing this weakness. We're laughing stocks. You need to dominate. You need to dominate. I want to ask you not to, if you don't want to comment on the president of the United States, but is the right direction for police today in this environment to go out and dominate and to show that they're quote-unquote not weak? What is, what should the police be doing now to calm this terrible situation? Let, let me just say this to the President of the United States on behalf of the police chiefs in this country. Please, if you don't have something constructive to say, keep your mouth shut because you're putting men and women in their early 20s yes. at risk. It's not about dominating, it's about winning hearts and minds. And let's be clear, we do not want people to confuse kindness with weakness, but we don't want ignorance to, to, to ruin what we've got here in Houston. And speaking for my colleagues across the country, where their officers are being injured, community members are being injured, if you don't have something to say, like Forrest Gump, then don't say it, because that's the the basic tenets of leadership, and we need leadership now more than ever. Beloved community, a nation and world society at peace with itself. 
Ordinary people with extraordinary vision can redeem the soul of America by getting in what I call good trouble, necessary trouble. Voting and participating in the democratic process are key. The vote is the most powerful nonviolent change agent you have in a democratic society. You must use it because it is not guaranteed. You can lose it.